Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait. You look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money. A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start saving today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today a roast as dark as the night perfect for fueling the cryptid research and mad ravings required for your podcasting don't mind the red eyes he's just trying to warn you of the bridge the bridge finally from the caffeine addled brains of spring jack coffee and last podcast on the left we bring you Mothman's Red Eye Blend. Yes, delicious Panama beans. Go to lastpodcastmerch.com to order yours today. <laughs> I've been plagued by a song, but it's actually a good song, but I can't. Get it out of my head! And it's only this part of it that makes me act so funny, makes me spend my money, makes me feel real loose like a long like neck goose. Gloria, I know, oh, baby, that's what I like. And it's that goose, you're getting goose fever. Oh, goose. Gloria, you're giving me goose fever right now, and it's because of that one line, I can't get Chantilly Lace out of my fucking head. I feel like I would argue, though, that that goose is very uh, tight-knit, uh, very are unloose, you talking about my goose. Are you talking about Gloria's And your vagina. Both. Yeah, Our yeah, porch geese very... are not <laughs> buttoned-up, tight-knit people. They wear a new oh, outfit every few are. weeks, Knock Holden. on that goose, and someone will open a door. That is Dare a stiff you? goose. Whoa. Wow. She's wiggly waggly. How dare you? They sit outside. They (laughs) greet everyone who comes by. They they are festive for the season. You couldn't get a looser goose if you asked for one. Uh, I I have had a song stuck in my head, actually. Oh, what is uh, it? Courtesy of Taylor Swift. This is why we can't have nice things. Oh, no. It's just the one line, though? Maybe it's because all the stuff going on with Kanye right now, because that's like the song she wrote. I mean, one of the many songs she wrote about Kanye and She was upset. Yeah, yeah, but it's the whole thing. You know, yeah, it's just been in my head all morning for the past couple days. I kept waking up from sleep with it in my head. That's why you can't have nice uh, things. Absolutely. Also, you can't have nice things with a baby, so that you might be thinking of it. Like, you literally just can't have anything nice. Exactly, exactly. And that's why I understand. Cheers to my mama for putting up with all this drama. Yeah, I've just, it's been in my head really hard. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I can't have nice things. You guys think about baby things, and I think about Gloria things, and you know, Everything's covered in milk, spit, and urine, and whatever else. Have you been watching? me in my bedroom at night? <laughs> <laughs>
I loved the Milk Spit Jackie era. That was a really fun one in Brooklyn. Yeah, which you just always covered in your own milk. Don't spit. worry, was... I've been drinking oat milk lately. <laughs> Ew, yep. God, Lexi I drinks that. I got oat milk. Why? It. I did it. I've done it. it. We're not supposed to drink the milk. We're not supposed to drink it. It's not for us. What? It's pus. But the you thing is, I'm delicious so pus. What? I'm so it's into fine. the pus. I, you know, my children go through about five half gallons of cow's milk a week. I mean, they're kids. I get Dude, that. They used to, back in middle school, they called me Pusta Rhymes, bro. I fucking <laughs> love pus. Oh, but oh, I just say good because I think <laughs> any time we can shift towards a delicious and sustainable plant-based thing. It's a, it's a it's a win. And I feel like I haven't even moved to oat milk. I used to be an almond milk person. And then once my kids had whole milk in the house, I was like, what if I put some of the whole milk in my oh, coffee? Yeah. And now I'm like, mm, yum, yum, yum. Oh, and now yeah. I'm back on the, on the whole milk in the coffee. Well, I had to, uh, I was out of milk one morning and I always have cereal in the mornings now. And I replaced it with had to replace it with oat milk one morning because I ran out of my own milk, and it made me want to walk to the nearest highway and lay down no. in the middle. <laughs> to Twilight Bella, you can't. Yes, Do you have a I wanted to scream the name of a sexy vampire man until a car Ooh. squashed me to pieces. Oh, <laughs> well, sometimes you have to go lay down in the forest and die, and sometimes you got to go get that cow's milk. And I feel like if Pasta Rhymes was here, he'd be going. Going off on like don't muss with my pus. I feel like that's gonna be the number one banger out of you. Extinction level event. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, wow. Like... Yeah, it's gonna be a little cornholio. Is that what that is? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this? We are four minutes in, and I couldn't tell you anything that's happening right now other than oat milk. Cookie. Oat milk. We, I don't even know where we stand. We're we're a divided house on oat milk. Oh, I yeah. think it's great. So two I to hate one. It. Wow, I love I hate it. it so I'm, I'm very well, maybe into it. I have disdain for it though because of uh, everything we have to do to work around Lexi uh, with the baby's dairy allergies. Mm, so I apologize fair. to oat milk. I am misattributing my anger. I'm getting. I started therapy again this week, so I've, just, I've already made huge <laughs> progress. I've already made screaming about lasagna progress. to your therapist. Wow! Pro- after a simple meet and greet session where we didn't do anything other than kind of establish what we need to work on, I would say I'm pretty much good to go. Uh, so I will be ending therapy because, as you can see, I've already decided I'm misattributing my anger. Wow. You know, after you poured your cereal with oat milk and you just threw it against the wall and walked out into the street, you decided you didn't need therapy anymore. He doesn't need therapy anymore. He's all fixed. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm okay. Oh, it's like euphoria. That what, is, like that. what does she say in euphoria, Cindy Sweetie? I've never been happy my life. <laughs> God, I love that show. God, you so fucking so good. Much. Oh my God, this episode this week don't even. But you can listen to me at least just oh tightly speak of it over on talking TV. Can you imagine how the Olympic winter athletes feel right now? God, I Jack, you sent that article to me. I'm like, good lord, that's sad. What is go- if you guys have not looked into what is going on in Beijing with the quarantine and with what these these people, these athletes that have worked so fucking hard to get to where they are, and just watching minute by minute, day by day, your dreams being dashed upon the rocks, 
what and like they can't train they can't they can't stretch they have nowhere to go they're all trapped they're being given food like fire festival the athletes stretch they need to stretch so tight they're gonna just pretzel up into a tiny little rubber band i mean my fucking soas was it pesoas even my pussy muscles right now from sitting too much are tight. <laughs> I got to stretch. And I'm not oh my up God. there my on my balls skis. are black and blue from sitting on them. I, I couldn't even tell you how bad. It's like a Chinese hotel room over here. I, I will say... Um, uh, it does sound like um, my pu- purest, like like a total anxiety nightmare. Like, could you imagine just being stuck in this room? You don't know when they're going to let you go out. It's based on tests they keep making you take, but you don't know if the results even You'll get the results back. Or whether or not they are even telling the truth. They're giving you inedible food um, to eat uh, the same weird meal three times a day, which three is like times a handful a day, like they're of in pasta. Prison. And, yeah, it is. It, it just sounds... Like my, I would lose my mind. It, it's like almost solitary confinement. Yeah. It is like not good for the human brain I or soul. I know that I shouldn't compare my elfhood to being an Olympic athlete, but I'm about oh to. Don't so stretch the fucking yo. Do it. Do it. I hold it anti this. I'm pro. It's not. Let's not compare it to solitary confinement. We can take that off the table. No, but I know. I was an elf on a Nickelodeon show, <laughs> MJ. You're an elf on a Damn it! You're not. In China for the Olympics. The the absolutely bizarre experience of what people have had to go through whilst doing things during the pandemic and under. Uh, tell us, Jackie. I want to hear. MJ, I had to be twenty <laughs> minutes from my home. I had to be twenty minutes <laughs> from my home for two and a half weeks. Uh, the elves weren't even allowed to talk to each other. It was the yeah. beginning of the opening back up of Hollywood. It was a nightmare. It's not Nickelodeon's fault. It's just we're living in fear. So I get it. Olympics. You had to stay in the hotel room. <laughs> you had to like have food brought. Yes, we weren't allowed to leave the hotel room. We were we had to all drive our own cars separately to set every day. We weren't allowed to talk to each other. And then at the end of the day, we got back in our cars, went back to our hotel room. We even had to have our groceries delivered. But you're in a hotel. So it's very difficult. Um, and you're supposed to be working with children one-on-one, but you're not supposed to get close to them. You're not supposed to touch them. How are you supposed to do it? You're making crafts. So again, it's like, give me a speed skate. And how was the food? How was the food? Was it a tiny oh, thing of pasta? It was just and- like it. It was just, well, no, it was next door to a trainer. It was Joe's, craft so service. It was very good food, right? <laughs> yeah. It was a lot of very well curated meals. Oh, your meals. kid was so cute. Oh, yeah, I got fat. Elf too. I certainly got fat during Elf Day. There you go. <laughs> but. Well, they're losing weight. These people are like, I'm rail thin because, oh my God, the picture of this food. I just, Okay. No pasta. Well, there's a red sauce separated Ew, from that? the pasta. Is that chicken without skin and boiled? It looks like squirrel <laughs> is the meat. It looks like, you know what I mean? It looks like bat, bat stomachs yeah, bat or bones. Do bats have, bats have bones? That looks like a tiny April, take it out. There's a horrible question. <laughs> turkey. You can leave it in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just, um, it sounds bad. And it is weird. It's like I keep getting reminded that the Winter Olympics are happening. And at the same time, I feel like the the country, this country doesn't want us to actually watch it because it's like in China There's or something this politics. year. Yeah, it's a lot of politics <laughs> involved. Even, it's, it's the most like bizarrely handled Olympics I think I've ever seen. And I think also people are just thrown off because... We just had the Summer Olympics. Just That's had the thing. The that, the, since the other ones were a it. year late, it's like, wait, what? We just had the Olympics. And also, 
to me, the saddest thing about fuck it's so there's just so many sad things. Oh, and it's well, not even the ranking on the thing. <laughs> but I it? associate the Olympics with like being I love the Olympics, but my No, we love the Olympics here on page seven. My my primary association with the Olympics is like the bliss of being out in public, usually at a drinking establishment. And discovering, oh my God, fantastic, the Olympics are on. You know, like yeah. if you're at the airport and it's the fucking Summer Olympics and you're just like, oh my God, I have a, a fucking four-hour layover at the airport and I get to watch the Olympics for four hours at the airport bar. It's like right. I've never been happier in my life, you know? Right. And so- You make so and, many and friends. It, yeah, it's just like, I-, I And it's Making not that you don't- the old I'm lady sure next that, to you. She's just like, I'm married. <laughs> I'm like, I am yeah. too. We're just fucking- Tongue kiss. She's when 80. in Olympics. Whenever you're, whenever it's Olympics time. When you say Olympics and you keep the O <laughs> off the top, that's when you know we're talking about fucking on ski. It's like the Dude, World Cup slamming rails, watching them skate the rails. It is like, like right? when I think about the World Cup, I think about walking, <laughs> walking down a street in Brooklyn, seeing a fucking sandwich board outside of a bar that's like World Cup, and it's two p.m. and you're like. Fuck it! I'll go in and watch the World yeah. Cup at two thirty p.m. I don't, I don't right. care. And every and once suddenly, in a while, you get called out for being like a. You only care about the World Cup when the World Cup's on. I'm like, yeah, but the World Cup's on. Yeah, yeah but that's, but that's, yeah, but then, then everyone gets over it. And you it's have a great time. It's actually boring. Yeah, but you know, I still it's the remember Cup. the 2010 World Cup. It was I didn't. I thought I went into it thinking I don't care. I went out of it being like I'll die for Ghana. You know, like and, and so I feel like <laughs> well, that was for different <laughs> political reasons. I remember that. I'm so glad they removed the. A weird giant oversized cartoon TNT sticks that were attached to <laughs> uh, I remember that as well, MJ. That was very disturbing. Well, was I'm just saying, time. there's something about the Winter Olympics that all that Winter Olympics are never as fun as the Summer Olympics. Whoa. Yes, anyway. agreed. And yeah. then you have this it's thing true. where you're like, oh, I'm just at home. So, like, shall I watch this in my home instead of watching the other things I watch alone in my home? It just, right. I just want it to be a communal thing, you know? I know. Uh, it's always better. I mean, that's the thing with me with football. Football. I actually enjoy football watching or football. Football. No, uh, American football. Oh, American. Thank I, you. I love. I will watch football all day. Yeah, but it, it as long as somebody says, "Hey, come to the bar." Yeah, all the boys are out. Same. We're hanging. Yeah. We're, we're we're eating chicken wings. Yeah. We're How hanging. many years Do did we watch the, the Miami Dolphins perform every? Dude. I I say perform. That's how you know how much I care. Right. Every yeah, yeah. No Sunday we watch them perform. Nothing made me happier than like <laughs> knowing we're like just started the second game. There's totally an evening game or like that moment in between games. You're like, God, we got a whole nother game. We're getting loaded. Yes. I'm making out with this 80-year-old woman. She's oh. got her fucking whole naked body <laughs> yes. out. No, She's but you're like, ripped her people just open. ordered a thing of 100 wings, and they're now they're yeah. ordering 100 we've more. Got 100, yeah. We've got 100 wings on the way. We've got every, <laughs> we've got suicide sauce. We've yes. got fucking yes. hot sauce. We've got... We got uh, Parmesan, garlic. We've, dude, we've got it all on and the way. And you're doing like yes. Irish car bombs at 10:30 a.m. Yep. You're yes, like, I don't know why. The, yes, that's someone the just thing. went out for more beer. Yes. we've got you know we just the weed guys coming. Yes, like, God, I miss those. Yeah, days. the weed like, guy gets there at like 4:30, 4:45, right before the night game. We yes. guy ends up bringing his own group of old ladies. You're like, why? Well, right, <laughs> and we're all another gang of just 80 year old, 80 plus year old women in this situation. It's crazy. <laughs> 
Man, I fucked a lot of old ladies in Brooklyn in my place. <laughs> go to that party, Holden. When can we go to that party? Can we have that party now? An old lady, young guy party? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> can I be considered, it depends on how, I mean, a consenting age of, uh, can I be the old woman though? Like, is that what's going to be? That's a dream. That is honestly the best feeling. You're right. You adding in the wings are on their way, MJ. Yeah. And like. Someone just went out for a whole nut for a total refresh on the beer run. Nothing better. Man, I miss. Oh, you're killing me right now. Well, you've got your bowls next week. You have all the bowls and you get to watch your bowls and you get to eat your chili. I'm going to watch. It's going to be very sterile, though. It's going to be me and with my parents and my wife and my baby. But we will be watching the Super Bowl. Let's bring in some old. We'll get some old broads. We'll go over to TJ's. Okay. Round up some old broads on a Sunday. And then we'll bring them over. My mom is the old broad. My mom. She'll be like, oh, good. Someone. You know what I mean? She'll ruin the whole thing. She'll be like, oh, someone to talk to about old lady fucking job. Wait a second. Knitting. Do you think. I know that we've talked about this in the past that I mean I do remind your mother of her zany friend Ooh, Carol Pam oh, Barbara oh Barbara Barbara isn't there Everyone a Pam? Barbara Barbara Everyone so I'm just Barbara. saying maybe if there's one person that maybe could open her up consensually wait up. Mouth. isn't there a Peggy yeah. doesn't your mom Peggy, have a Peggy and a Peggy. Peggy good job yeah Barbara's the one who passed away Peggy's the one who's still alive so you just okay. you, did you just Call me but the one both, that passed both away. Both will get her to have a <laughs> hard lunch. You want me to be the fun one that's dead? Is that what you just I, said? You're wearing the correct clothing currently. I am wearing to a be... leopard print shirt. And my tits are <laughs> hanging out of the shirt. That's no so reason. Barbara. It's, no it's, so, it's so Barbara. So not Peggy, though. It's so yeah, Barbara. Not Peggy. But... That's I'm Peggy. Not Peggy. Everybody knows I'm Peggy. I've got Peggy's Gloria. I've got a goose song in my head. I got Chantilly Glitz. That's like Peggy. The porch goose is Peggy. The clothes. Your 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 porch goose, Peggy. Your your clothing, Barbara. <laughs> Uh, it's like the mullet of lady friends for moms. <laughs> Professional in the front, leopard print breasts hanging out, and party in the back where my goose is loose. Goose. I loose think, goose. oh man, if we could put up a poll right now of how many people's moms have not just like a icon of a friend, <laughs> Peggy or Barbara, but literally a friend named Peggy and or Barbara. Right, and or Barbara. It's gotta be Peggy. 60%. Totally. I mean, between that and um, uh, married with children, right. I've always wanted to be a Peggy. My whole life I wanted to be a Peggy. I just need to be that. Or a friend. Or a friend. Give me the opportunity. Totally. Well, I am excited for the Super Bowl and my parents... Uh, would have it used to host a Super Bowl party and they would make this really delicious big pot of chili. And I was a fuck face who didn't like it back You're just in the glad day. That you and recognize it now. Yes, I'm a big dumb fuck face <laughs> idiot. Moron fuckhead. And if you want to DM me that, please feel free. Hit me up on Facebook, hit me up on Twitter. My name's um, Holden, I'm a big dumb idiot. I was so weird about food that I didn't understand how fucking good and banging that chili was. And now I'm so You're thrilled that we're gonna maybe yeah. make a big pot of chili and watch the Super Bowl on Sunday. Would that that'd be and have the weirdest experience during the halftime show because I'm gonna be so thrilled about that halftime show I'm so excited and they will We'll have no. I don't. I will, I'm gonna look at them the whole. I'm gonna stare at them the whole time. So I'm be like, <laughs> what is this to you? Because this is like my shit, and you're just sort of you're in my world right now, you're my bitches. World. You know what I mean? I'll say to my parents and my daughter and my wife. But yeah, it's, <laughs> they are. They will. I'm like, what? Is, what is this to you? Because are you afraid of this? Because yeah, I have like so. This is probably my most anticipated, excited. Not since like. Bruce Springsteen, Beyonce. I'll I mean, never for, man, that's my like. I just remember that Bruce Springsteen halftime show. It was the last thing I remembered. I remember standing on the bar at Second Chance, being like, 
it's Bruce. And that's the <laughs> last thing I remember. And I don't, I woke up the next morning. I got up at 5 a.m. to go to work and I was like, it's Bruce. I remember Bruce. But I don't remember anything else. It's and Bruce. I screamed it's Bruce. That's awesome. I think I, Ed I, took me off of, of the course, like, please, like, someone Because I was just like, oh, there's like, ah, like in front of the television. Dude, I am uh, Dr. Dre, Eminem, Mary J. Plies. Blige, Mary J. Blige. I'm drinking. I'm having a beer in the middle of the day. <laughs> oh yeah, no, we're drinking today. Snoop Today's Dogg. drink episode. It is. I'm. I feel like I'm leaving someone out. It is Eminem. such a banger lineup. And it, oh, you said Eminem. Eminem. I said. I think I said Eminem. I. Yes. I cannot wait for this. This is like my childhood dreams come true. I never would have fathomed. Thank God. And we're in L. A. We. Uh, we earned <sighs> it after all that fucking Adam Levine bullshit. Coldplay, you know? Maroon Five. I never realized how little of a ball person I was that mm. I my flight lands at LAX right before about an hour before the Super Bowl starts and guess what the Super Bowl is in Los Angeles I didn't know that I didn't know that. I also didn't know that the um ballists that are going to be it's performing so are yeah. from Los Angeles yeah so Los it's Angeles going Rams. to be nutsy mm -hmm. sauce if you will and I was just like oh that's why it was so expensive Oh no! <laughs> I have to drive through it. How? What am I gonna do? Like, I don't know what to do. I'll, I'll be like, I, I support your balls. I'm gonna yell that out of the window. I might get different kind of attention, but I think that that's how you really you make sure you don't get into a fight on the freeway. Yeah, just to keep put a big banner out outside of your car that says I support your balls. I support, I support your, your balls. balls. Free weed, maybe write free weed or something on the side. I weed away, but I do know that I'm <laughs> certainly not going to be handing out $75 candles that smell like my pussy oh, and eating right. them for yes. a commercial. Uh, yes, we are talking about, when we are going to be talking even more about the Super Bowl ads next week, but this particular one, which is Gwyneth Paltrow, where she's like, she's got the pussy candle, it says it tastes, it smells like her vagina, so in the Uber Eats commercial, she's like, but does it taste like my vagina? And then she bites into it. There's something about it, I don't, I don't know if it's just a texture thing, that may, like, I feel like it's like nails on a chalkboard inside of my brain to watch her bite into a candle. That's, it's, first of all, you're biting into a candle, so yuck. It's not a it's not like you're eating pussy, which, yay. Which, very Biting into a candle, boo. And also, she's such a fucking uptight person. You know that she's not, like, trying to taste her own pussy. You just mm -hmm. know she isn't, you know? So it's just like, hey, no, MJ, it's even funnier than She MJ. does anal, so it's she a, is. Yeah, it's like, get a rib removed already if you mean it. <laughs> yeah, suck your own pussy if you really mean it. She never would. She would never. She's just so, her whole thing is that she's so... Like, uh, who, me? Oh, as I said, it's a candle that tastes like my vagina. You know, I've gone on my Gwyneth Paltrow actually mystifying vaginas more, even though she thinks she's demystifying them rant here on the show before. <laughs> I don't think she's doing anything good for vaginas in your relationship with them by being like, oh, 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 it's how funny, how funny, a candle like a vagina. Can you imagine? You know, I just don't think that it's good for anybody. <laughs> because it is completely in uh, of whom is doing it because in the same article, another Uber Eats commercial, it is Jennifer Coolidge because the whole ad line is like, oh, 
it, it Uber Eats doesn't just deliver food. And so in the Jennifer Coolidge, who I would live and die for her, I would do anything. I want to be her. I want to be her friend. I want to be her Peggy. <laughs> but I would never be her Peggy because she'd be my Peggy. Right. And then we'd be Peggy. See, I guess and that's what you're getting. So I'm really a bad And then that's all other situations. situation. Yeah. But she gets makeup <laughs> delivered in her in her commercial. And then she bites the makeup brush because it's a joke on like, but Uber Eats sends food. It's hilarious when she does it, but I also think a Jennifer Coolidge can do it all wrong. So maybe I'm the one that's wrong here. That's no, you're right. Jennifer Paltrow, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, bad. Jennifer Coolidge, good. It's just very god, simple. Jennifer Coolidge, I just oh god, <laughs> I would do anything. I love her so much. I read this. I was reading this interview with her that she was talking about how Ariana Grande. I'm sorry, Holden. Um, in well, now I'm fucking fired up. Her, Go on, Jackie. I'm, now I'm so fucking fired up. You, Holden. <laughs> she said Arianators ho, and and everyone was like Ooh, everybody booed her. And Don't then she worry, was like Holdenators Ariana, yeah. and everyone was like. Yeah, it was, was like, very what is upsetting. That's completely obvious, right there. One thing I will say in in the young girl's corner, I'm sorry, young person's corner, well, young woman. I don't, I don't know how. In my brain, she's Please 17. Continue to try I know to that she's speak not correctly about people on the internet. I don't Go on. know how old she is, but she does a great Jennifer Coolidge. She's certainly it, not over 80, so I've got no interest in night. And I get it because I don't either. But she does a great Jennifer Coolidge impersonation, and she did it on one of the late night shows and Jennifer Ariana Coolidge was Grande? like Ariana Grande does and Jennifer Coolidge, Jennifer Coolidge weirdly enough she does and Jennifer really? Coolidge was like <laughs> she openly was like thank you I'm not even gonna do it because I can't be an Ariana right now um, thank you so much Ariana because you like put me back into the like the greater mindscape wow but not colloquialism. What's that word? What's greater mindscape? Yeah, no. I Put think me it's back into fashion. The what lexicon. Is it? What's the phrase? The... the lexicon. Brought her back into the I lexicon. I don't know if that's right, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Kind of, it could be. Wow. And so she is now saying that, like, she's like, I appreciated that because it's like, it almost like, kick-started people to remember who Jennifer Coolidge was. And I was like, but I never forgot. Yeah, how Between could Jennifer forget? Coolidge and Bridget Everett, like, those are two of my, like, I'm Lily Tomlin. You know, these are three. Catherine O'Hara. Four people that I would, like, I just want to be you and I want to be your Peggy. I want to be your Peggy. You know, like, I want to be your dog. <laughs> I'm doing fine. Yeah, and I'm fired up now. So thank you for getting me all mad about, you know. What's going on these days? I'm sorry. Maybe you should start eating <laughs> on a candle that tastes like your penis. Like a candle in the vagina. Oh, uh, I mean, it depends on the shape. I'll get it up there. Maybe if you melt it down, I'll puddle it in there. Can we talk? I want to talk Oscar talk, and especially more so, I want to talk Razzie talk. Can we get into that? Yeah, of course we can. Oh, you want to shift away from... But we're we're such knowledgeable folks. I want to go from Super Bowl commercials to filmic experiences. All please. right, we're going to filmic, filmic experiences. experiences. And you're not talking about <laughs> Moonfall, which makes me very upset because MJ, I will say, I screamed towards Holden about Moonfall for a long time talking TV today. And um, MJ, you also love natural disaster movies. Moonfall. Put it in your pocket. You're welcome. Do I love natural disaster movies? Do you not love that? I guess I'll give you your first blind item of the day. It seems as if every new movie released as of late has the chance to be the biggest bomb of all time. The Ouch. space movie this week no. certainly will do its best to follow no. that trend. <laughs> it is a truly awful movie. You are uh. awful. All of you are awful. It is horrendous. 
I have a it's backup line, horrible. so I shared it with you now. It is horrible, but I will say, I think you're in line with the Los Angeles Times review. Yeah, well, I am a bit of a West Coast best cast. There you go. California lahaba. Oh, Snoop Dogg. I can't wait to see Snoop Dogg in the Snoop Dogg, it's Tupac. Um, I, it, well, I'm sorry, I was thinking of the other. Uh, Either California way, Moonfall song. is California. stupid, says the Los Angeles Times, but I don't mind admitting that it feels, at this point in time, like my kind of stupidity. Moonfall, to its credit, harbors no illusions about being useful. I don't know about mega structures, but this particular moon is made of purest B movie cheese. Whoa, spoiler <laughs> fucking alert. Pisses me off. I went in not knowing anything except for the trailer, and MJ, I thought you liked natural disaster movies. I mean, I do in the sense that I'm like afraid of global warming, but like, you know, I like, like. <laughs> You don't Children love Day After Tomorrow? I don't know why I thought you were here sure. with me. Yeah, I mean, in the, I, I wouldn't put, if you were going to make like a list of the top five genres I like, I don't think I would put that up there. But I I'm, appreciate I'm, that you Mine's thought, in the top two genres, I think. Really? I think, yeah, I think that I love natural disaster movies that much. Hashtag weather girl, though. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. I la- I watched Twister with you guys, you know, on the a page seven stream, and it changed my life. So I support that. You're welcome. And it's the same person that made Independence Day and Day After Tomorrow in 2012, which are a lot of the big hitters. I'm sorry, we're not here to talk about Moonfall. We're supposed to be talking about <laughs> the, the Oscar Oscars. Nods. That's what we're talking about. We're talking <laughs> I about the, get the Oscars. Oscar nods, honestly, <laughs> briefly, because I'd re- really rather talk about the Razzies. But I guess I always feel like so lost. I don't think I've seen. Any of these, I heard Belfast is the shit. I've obviously seen Dune, and man, Power of the Dog cleaning up on cleaning the noms. Up, got to watch it. I didn't know that um, Bibimbap Cabbage Patch is the one to be watching this Oscar season, and I had no idea that this movie was actually fun because I'm going to throw it out there. I'm going to be real open with y'all. I saw only the poster, and I was like. Eh, I'll get to it at some point. But it is up for so many Oscars. I was like, I guess I'll bump it up on the list. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a it's it seems to be a must watch at this point. I'm very excited. I'm gonna going I'm going to this evening watch King Richard. Um, I'm excited to watch Will Smith um and his performance in that. I, there's a lot of big upsets this year with the Oscars, obviously. Uh Villanueve, how do you feel about do you feel rude duned, Holden? The fact that um the big Dooner himself was snubbed for Best Director Oscar. He's a, uh, they're at least on there for Best Picture. Um, so that's cool. I mean, you usually don't best, see. Yeah, I best guess director. I meant. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, he got snubbed for Best Director, which I think is surprising. I think the direction was fantastic in that, that film. Great. But you always are surprised. I mean, they never give it to the big. 
epic sci-fi action blockbuster movie. You know what I mean? I guess, and they certainly are not giving it to an any elephant. Ah, is there? Is there no Gaga or no, no uh, Gaga. Gucci? There's no, no Gaga Gucci. Best Actress. There's no God. Jared Leto Best Supporting. There's there's Nanya. It's Nanya business. I that I, I legitimizes I do, it for me for sure. I under <laughs> I but it's like I get too that we can't like live and die by these nominations by any means. And I do feel I can like I felt like when I read the nominations this morning I could feel. Lady Gaga, I could feel her heart explode in this yeah. town. Like, I was like, that's gotta suck because Gaga has been in every interview being like, I was the character. I lived and breathed the character. And I know that not everybody agrees with me and my review of House of Gucci. And I understand. I don't want to put it on anybody. But I am. I, and you know what? Spoiler alert. I think it makes sense that Bradley Cooper also wasn't nominated for Nightmare Alley. Come at me. <laughs> come at me with it. I think it, I, I I understand why he didn't get it. And I feel that I am vindicated even though anyone I talk to thinks that I am wrong. And that's okay. I understand. We all have different opinions. Uh, I will say this is from a Reddit comment, but an interesting uh, little tidbit here. Good year for real life couples. Penelope Cruz and Javier Bardem both getting nominated. I love both of them. That is just the fifth time that a married couple have both been nominated the same year. Also, they're not married, but they might as well be. Jesse Plemons and Kirsten Dunst. Uh, They've been in a relationship for five plus years and have two children together. Also, both got nominated. Um, They are so good in Fargo season two where they met and the chemistry is so apparent in that uh, television show, uh, that particular season. So that's really cool. Also, weird little tidbit, um, there is not a common single common nomination between the BAFTA list for Best Actress and the Oscar list wow. for Best Actress. Uh, that is very rare. And Gaga did get her Gagi on uh, the British Academy Film Awards. Whoa! Yeah. I didn't realize that there was no crossover. Isn't that a weird? That's a weird little weird. little one. Yeah, it's a weird year for film, just like everything else, just like the Olympics and God knows what else. Uh, weird weird year for nominations for sure, but uh, really cool. Uh, Steven, uh, a couple more things. Uh, Steven Spielberg has been nominated for best director in six different decades. Ooh, also, one that's of only four fun. people, right? Also, only f- uh, one of only four people to receive over eight nominations total. In uh, a single lifetime. Damn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coda gets first actor nomination for a deaf male and first best picture nomination for Apple Studios. Fuck That's yeah. Interesting one. Yeah. I don't know. Cool stuff. Oh, and Judy Dench, third oldest acting nominee, 87 years old. Damn. God, I'd love to make out with her at a Super Bowl <laughs> oh, party. Bring her over for the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I want to lit, 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 lick her from her head to her toes. Yeah, at least to her nose. Oh, please. <laughs> now, I need to see Belfast. And I there's so many of these movies that I definitely need to watch. And there's, I think, almost even more movies I need to watch on the Razzies list. That Diana the Musical is, out. I already wanted to watch Diana the Musical. Now that I see it as a, a best, worst picture nominee and up for several other nominations. For the Razzies. Yeah, tell me about the Razzies because they sound more exciting. I don't know what any of these Oscar movies are because I have not been to a movie theater and I <laughs> just don't the know. 
And that's yes. that was, to be fair, the case before the pandemic, but it was way more the case now. I completely understand. There's a lot of these movies I also have not seen on the Razzies list. But one thing that I feel we must discuss is the fact that there is a new category this year for the Razzies called Worst Performance by Bruce Willis in a 2021 movie. And this was brought to my attention last night in a conversation. And I was like, wait. What movies was Bruce Willis in last year? <laughs> and there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight movies, movies that he was in last year. Now, all I of them have f- like fake names. If you were writing like fake names for movies in like, like action a we- movies and like a video game or like a different movie, and you had to write a bunch of like generic dumb names for movies (laughs) also if you were like if you were like nick cage at some point in his career was in one of these uh, all of these movies i would would have also been like absolutely (laughs) mj i would love it because we played this game last night jeff did this to me i would love you give me three names of movies that you think in 2021 that bruce willis was in that could have been his worst performance okay um all right, I'm going to say Tomorrow Never Comes. Ooh, okay. All right, like it. Okay, Ooh, Tomorrow that's Never a Comes. Good one. I'm going to say- Is it C-U-M-S or is it C-O-M-E? Okay, okay, Yeah, I want to watch the fuck out of that. Um, it's an edging say, movie. I'm going to say Die Now, Try Later. Ooh, another great- Give us a couple one-worders. Okay, one-worders. Yeah, give us two one-worders. All right, I'm going to say- Force. Okay. Close. Okay. Very close. All right. Very and I'm going to say um, blunt. Love this. <laughs> well, I love everything yeah. that you're saying. Would you like <laughs> to hear? And I hope that at home you've also said aloud maybe some ideas of what you think that the names could be because I have not heard of any of these movies. Holden, would you like to read the list of Bruce Willis movies he was in last year? Absolutely. In alphabetical order. American Siege. Okay. I should have put American in one. American American should have gone in one. Second one, Apex. Apex. Cosmic Sin. Cosmic Sin. I need to see Cosmic (laughs) Sin. I know nothing about it. I wish it was as good as I imagined it could be about. I don't even know. Um, Tomorrow never comes. I think it's things like this. Cosmic Sin is a 2021 American science fiction action film. Uh, Oh, and the year 2015. 524, <laughs> four centuries after humans started colonizing the other planets, retired General James Ford gets called back in his service after a hostile alien Hell fleet yeah, he does attacks right soldiers on a remote it. planet. The threat against mankind soon escalates into an interstellar war as Ford and a team of elite soldiers try to stop the imminent attack before it's too late. <laughs> I Fuck mean, man, cosmic sin. Nice. Well, what in about general. fucking deadlock, MJ? Deadlock. deadlock. How did I miss deadlock? The one you were closest to, fortress. Fortress. Fort- oh my god, I was close. I know. You were close See, this on is that. the thing. If you just throw it out there, <laughs> this is my favorite titled one, as because this really is like I have to come up with a fake dumb name for a movie for my like other thing. Midnight in the Switchgrass. <laughs> Midnight in the Switchgrass. That's a real grab bag, though. That's like a Mad Libs. It's like pick an yeah, adjective. Yeah. 
Pick yes. a time Megan of Fox, Emile Hirsch, Lucas Haas, two FBI agents cross paths with Crawford, a Florida cop who's investigating a string of murders that appear to be related. When an undercover sting goes horribly wrong, Crawford soon finds himself in a twisted game of cat and mouse with the killer. Uh, yeah, I ran Midnight I in the Switchgrass. I so down <laughs> in the middle of that Even just me reading so I could 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. Tomatoes. That was like when Ed made me go see Rampart in fucking, when I visited LA. I was you so know, mad we watched that dumb fuck Ed will watch movie. anything. I think that's one of my favorite parts about Ed. Ed will watch Favorite Ramparts. Um, thank you, thank you. All right, I love this one because it makes no sense. Out of Death. <laughs> we're still talking about Bruce Willis films. Yeah, we're still, we have one more, one more. Survive the Game. Survive wow. Survive the Game. so close to Tomorrow that's, Never Comes. Come on it now. Really right, yeah, that is so <laughs> it's so out un- of it's such death. a fun game to play of having people guess what names they think Bruce Willis. Wow. I will say are. to uh Jackie, Jared Leto is uh nominated for worst screen couple. Jared Leto and either his 17 pound latex face, his geeky clothes, or his ridiculous accent for House of Gucci. It's so rough. there you have it. Dear Evan Hansen, also wildly on the chopping block, which bums me out because I really, one of my, the last things I want to do before pandemic, before I left New York, was go see Dear Evan Hansen in, uh, at, on Broadway. Apparently that was like just such a great show and everyone loved it. It was like this big success and then it just, and all anyone can talk about is that like a thir- man in his 30s is playing like a teenager, right? In the, in the uh, well, movie version. Well, because it's the, yeah, it's the Broadway star of it. And it's just, it's just, it's different on the stage. The stage is different than putting it onto the tinier stage. Please, Cats shows us anything can be put. On <laughs> <stages>. <laughs> and it could be successful. What is this movie, Karen? What is Karen? I don't know. And I, I will also say the one thing on the Razzie list that makes me sad I have not seen it yet Ben Affleck is up for the last duel and now as someone that has been seeing almost every single movie that comes out of the movie theater regardless of whatever it is I I happen to have missed the last duel but I've seen the trailer for it a hundred thousand times and I was like it actually looks kind of good so I'm kind of sad that he's on it and Karen is what you would guess it would be a racist woman makes it her personal mission to displace the new black family who really? just moved in next door to her. A community activist and his wife are the couple she's targeting, but they won't back down without a fight. It is a Karen movie, oh, but dude. Karen, yeah, but it's Taryn Manning who's playing Karen. I do love her, but it is at least a dark comedy yes. drama. So at least there's that. They didn't go. I thought as you were describing, I was like, if this is a drama, I I don't I don't know what to say. But it sounds like they they did not land the dismount. Is that what they will say in the Olympics? Yeah, I think this guy makes a lot of like (laughs) kind of comedy films. I think this guy might be the new like Medea type guy. He made a movie called Who Made the Potato Salad, and he made another movie called Gangster Rap. The is that the potato salad? Like when they did the big. Remember, what was that, 15 years ago? When they like raised a bunch of money to make potato salad? Is that what it's about? Are they, are, are, is this person just taking random things from pop culture and making movies about it? I'm not saying I'm against it. I, I could tell you, but I will say, I will have a review up for Diana the Musical, I think, this week. I, I already excited. wanted to watch it. This has definitely made me need to watch it. I want to hear what you sure. have to say about it. And I also want to hear what you have to say about Taylordle. 
Holden. There's a lot of I weird heard about this. Swifties. Yeah. You should do it. This week, there you know it, it is a it is a Swifty version of Wordle. We all know what Wordle is at this point, but at the same breath, this week has come out that there are NYU courses you can take about Taylor Swift. Now that Love course it. looks interesting and good. I support it. it. Looks really interesting, and and it definitely it's it's taking all the things. It's not just being like a Swifties guide through how great Taylor Swift is. It's, I think it's definitely playing on like. What what the the cultural relevance the love hate relationship the that role I think of that, whiteness you know, informing Taylor Swift is exactly. a phenomenon. It's interesting. All that I was, stuff. When I was reading the syllabus, I was like, Yeah, all right, I'll take this I would, class. I would totally take that class. Even it, just this it, first it, line. This course proposes to deconstruct both the appeal and aversions to Taylor Swift through close readings of her music and public discourse as it relates to her own growth as an artist and a celebrity. I do think it is an interesting thing of like a. a of a bit of celebrity to study, especially as she is still currently very popular and has moved past her younger years of it to watch how people see her and how it changes mm-hmm. through the um, through the discourse of media. Which and and Miss Americana is a great way to experience that in a just documentary format. Definitely, you know, get, takes you on the ride of. of the weirdest thing was that you know I got into her on Reputation when she was it was so fun to hate her you know like everyone loved to hate her and I think a lot of people have have turned around people still love to hate her and I don't give a fuck if you love to hate her it's fine with me uh, you know um, she's she's the greatest singer songwriter that ever existed but I guess you can <laughs> you could also hate money or love you know what I mean so I get that uh, but uh, yeah no but like. This is, I actually think that this course is, I feel like the, 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 of course the New York Post was like, a class about Taylor Swift. Right. But it's like, no, this is what, what cultural studies is, is like taking something like the Beatles or, or whatever and being like, why does this resonate with people? Right. What are the significant things about this group? What, how were people talking about this? How are they interpreting it and why? And it makes total sense to do that with Taylor Swift. I'd be interested in that for Kanye, for, for Beyonce, sure. for, you know, fucking, I don't know what Dixie chicks, you know, and you can mean? do it I mean, for, it. you know, you can do it for political figures like Obama, but you can also do it for pop culture figures. Like that's yeah. just, that is like how, you know, there's all sorts of things to like learn and examine and study about, any given cultural figure, or and like women in their eighties, why are they so desired during like <laughs> football hangouts at from their bars? Their toes, and why do we want to move from the bed down to the, down to the floor? And then men they, in their twenties, and why are they obsessed with hips. making out with them, but only on Sundays and only at certain bars where football games are? Yeah, it's completely. <laughs> and Tay Lurdle, I'm a, I love. Do you guys play Wordle? I I did it, but I could not stay to it because I don't like games. I'm not fun enough. This is the thing. Maybe that's what I was thinking about earlier, MJ, of what we collide on is our feeling about games. You also don't like games? <laughs> I, I don't games. like them. So I like fun. I consider myself a fun I love person. Sudoku. <laughs> I don't like a game. Don't make me play a game. Yep. I, I love games. That. And I, li- I like that it's just this thing you I do on the pooper while I'm trying to get my baby to nap in the morning. Mm. Like, it's And I, just whenever I play it, I have go-to. fun. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. 
I'll play I love it. that it ends too. I love that my, my only problem is all these offshoots. I'm like, no, that's not the point. It's one word a day, but I will say Taylor Dool's great. I jumped in and it's so funny. It's harder for me to play that game than normal. I'm Wordle. sure. Yeah. Because just for some reason, it makes, me go bra- it makes me go brain dead when I'm like, cause I start thinking of what it could be. And yes. I just get like, what signifies a Taylor Swift Word, I guess, is my question. Lover is the name of her album. Scarf is one that was recent. But it can only be a five-letter word. Yeah. It sounds like it's any word she's ever said in her lyrics, though. Blank or space. I mean, that's the thing. She's got a ridiculous back catalog, so there's like a bagillion five-letter words it could be. And they could even be like uh, not offshoots, you know? I think it's not fair because it's like you're not even thinking if it was just... Twirtle, but but her just her album titles that would be one thing, but it's like any word she's ever said. Okay, so it's just Wordle, but it's just but, any know. word. Yeah, yeah. But you know, you reference, you look at it, you go, oh, it's, I know what that <laughs> means. I love you, yeah, Taylor, MJ, but I do love you, Taylor. You <laughs> that's why you, people Taylor. love games and Taylor Swift. Yeah. I just think mm-hmm. you're so great, and you definitely write your own songs. And I don't know why that guy said all that. So. I love you. <laughs> Sorry, I have a song to sing for her. I love you, Taylor. I'll trade you my family for you. Oh, yeah. I think that, yeah, that's what you should go tell your parents. <laughs> Especially now that they're with you. Trade them yeah. right now is the best time. Oh, my God. Anywho, where, where are we at? We got to do a celebrity conspiracy. We Hit me with do. the share. Do, do you believe it? This one comes in from Morgan, and sometimes you get one in and you kiss your three little tips of your fingers and you go, ooh, that's a spicy meatball. I, I love this one. I don't ever do that, but. <laughs> <laughs> Did Dakota Johnson lock customers inside of a coffee shop? Ooh. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> I think so you're talking about Don too. Johnson's daughter, Dakota Johnson, yeah. right? I'm talking I, about I will only 50 refer to her shades no, of No, Dakota. only Don Johnson's daughter. Not even her famous mother, Don Johnson's <laughs> daughter. Yes, all right, continue. A Twitter user who goes by at biz underscore socks has claimed that Dakota Johnson walked into an NYC blue bottle coffee shop in 2016, told the barista she wanted to make the coffee herself. When refused, she walked outside the coffee shop, pulled a rope from her <laughs> purse, and tied all the employees and customers inside the shop. Those locked inside had to bang on the door and have passersby untie them to set them free. Morgan, a link to the tweet in question, by the way. It is real. Then, and first I'd be like, whatever. Then a similar story emerges. Another Twitter user who goes by at Benny McBamp claimed to be an employee of Blue Bottle Coffee, same coffee shop as well, and had this to say. This is the exact tweet, uh, tweet story. I hate seeing Dakota Johnson trending because one time she came into my coffee shop at Milk Studios at like 11 a.m., walked behind the counter and started pretending that she was making drinks while her people tied the front door shut from the outside and started filming her. Customers were trapped inside. When confronted, she told my coworker to move because she was, quote, too fat to be on camera, end quote. (gasps) So maybe Dakota Johnson is just a huge fucking bitch, and that's why she doesn't get invited to parties, referencing the Ellen scandal. 
I should add that Michelle burst into tears when Dakota Johnson said this to her, and Dakota Johnson laughed in her face. That is <laughs> wow. One theory states she did this because of a wacky Vogue shoot, and I watched the video of this where she plays like a real, it's really not that funny, and it's really kind of dumb. She plays this goofy, vapid supermodel, and that her coffee shop antics were in preparation for that. But either way, Morgan, a.k.a. Demig from our Twitch chat, shout outs to Demig. Uh, asks, to me, amazing. The best, right? Was this just Twitter hullabaloo or was it truly a coffee coup? Thank you so much. I believe it. Me. How could I you not? It. I believe it's so hard. And it because I, I wouldn't normally, it's the backup uh, thing, it's the second tweet, and it's the details in the second tweet. 11 a.m., Michelle, like the thing she said to Michelle, like, the rope in both answers. I mean, it's slightly different because I guess the team, apparently she was still inside and the team outside tied it up. But regardless, um, I, yeah, I, what do you think, Jackie? I guess I have to believe. I have never heard anything negative about this person before. In fact, I, I know that like during the Ellen interview, everyone's like, Everyone sided with Dakota Johnson, but I also don't know. It's like, or is it just because Ellen was wrong in that situation? So that's really all I know of what to go off of her about. Um, But I think that for fun's sake, what a weird fucking thing. I know, I love it. You know, this is the thing. With a lot of these blind items, there's there's a lot of times where I'm like, well, why would anyone even make that up? Yeah. Who would waste the time to make up something like that? But the thing is that lots of people would make waste the time to make up things like that. But there's something about that tying the doors shut that is someone that did work in a coffee shop in New York and knew that when celebrities would come in or if they were shooting something out front, they took every liberty they fucking wanted and didn't really give a shit. So I believe it. I'm going to say I believe it. Thank you. And that is me killing it. Celebrity conspiracy. I I just love these wacky ones, man. What a weird, dumb. That's why I believe it. It's exactly. It's so weird and stupid. Yeah. I mean, well, I hope you are holding on to your butts because while we're thinking about to go to Johnson and her blue bottles, it's time for the list. Oh, who's on the list? Blue bottles. Jackie, you gotta have that list. Yeah, you do. And did you know that there are 15 actors and directors who hated working with each other? Obviously, we've done these lists before. But there's someone here that I didn't know. Like Julia Roberts and Steven Spielberg. You know how I feel about Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> you know how I feel about the movie Hook. I've never done an episode on specifically the movie Hook before, but I did not know that Julia Roberts and Steven Spielberg did not like each other while they were shooting Hook. Her difficult onset presence earned the nickname Tinker Hell. By Hook production staff. Spielberg knew she was dealing with a breakup with Kiefer Sutherland. Ugh. Remember, oh, oh, what is it? Flatliners. And said it was an unfortunate time for us to work together before stating that he would never make a movie with Julia Roberts again. Wow. I just recently rewatched Hook, and damn, what a movie. It really holds up. What a movie. It's so good. 26% 26% of Rotten Tomatoes. Do you agree with it, MJ? I mean, yeah. I, Julia Roberts. 26%? Whoa, do I agree with that? No. Thank you. 
Thank you. I knew. No, it's a good movie. What's their problem? And speaking of Bruce Willis, um, America Never Comes. What was it? Tomorrow, Tomorrow never, never comes. comes. But America Bruce also never Willis. comes. That's much better. <laughs> yeah, but America never comes either. Not Bruce Willis and Kevin Smith hate each other, and I had no idea. With multiple clashes on their 2010 film Cop Out, never heard of it, director Kevin Smith described Bruce Willis as unhappy, bitter, and mean. Willis was disruptive on set, telling Smith, I'm Bruce Willis, and I've been doing this for 25 years very successfully. Please don't put your loser stink on me. I, had a, I, I already was weird about line memorization yes. and uh, really like bad at it, but then also annoy, like pissy with people who like give him line I don't know just he just seems like a fucking handful for sure like and just a difficult ass it's always been that way like it, it, like I, I I've never heard one like genuinely great thing about Bruce Willis ever there I you go think. well him and Dakota Fanning should get together and uh Dakota Johnson you know, Dakota Johnson whatever yeah how dare I you only, I only corrected you because I'm I've been sitting here for the last 10 minutes thinking about how upset I am that I find Dakota Johnson to be so hot like oh so, yes so oh hot. yes 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 I mean so basic but hot Don hot, Johnson right. and Melanie Griffith as your parents like I mean you know you got a joie de vivre <laughs> <laughs> now I had heard this but I wasn't aware of the fact that it all stemmed down to Groundhog's Day Bill Murray and Harold Ramis which I think that if you are of big fans you know that they have clashed but director Harold Ramis and Bill Murray's friendship collapsed on 1993's Groundhog Day when Ramis grabbed Murray by the shirt collar and threw him against a wall during a heated creative dispute they didn't speak for two decades but when Ramis was ill in 2010 they reconciled and became friends again for the final four years of Ramis's life Always it's funny because to it's totally understandable and that totally happens with creative Completely. collaborations. But how funny to be like, I haven't spoken to him for two decades because of Groundhog Day. Yeah. You know, it's just like such a stupid movie to Whoa. have your friendship Bill, ruined. Bill I love Ryerson? it. Yeah, yeah. But totally. to have a friendship ruined for life over that movie, yeah. you know? Yeah, oh, totally. Or at least decades. And then, you know, there's movies like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, big movie in a lot of our lives, but Chevy Chase and Chris Columbus hate each other. Well, Chevy Chase and insert anybody. And anybody. Anybody. Everybody who's ever worked with Everyone him. Everyone ever. I, but Community. I yes. Uh, I had no idea, though, that uh, how SNL. Chevy Chase reacted or how he acted on set made director Chris Columbus quit and he was replaced with Jeremiah Chekchik. So, uh, and Christopher Columbus, Christopher Columbus, different person <laughs> to be completely, I guess not a different person to be completely honest. Chevy treated me like dirt. I called John Hughes and said, there's no way I can do this movie. I know I need to work, but I can't do it with this guy. Wow. And so many people saw him as a, you know, as a father figure of, of just, you know, especially with movies like that of the national lampoon movies. And, but anyone that ha- knows anything about Chevy chase knows that he is a, Monster. It's not like a crazy astounding. Monster, I, it's an, a testament to all the other actors who ever have done anything with him that like these movies are as good as they are uh, and as well performed as they are. Knowing now, like how awful he was to work with. For like, real, I cannot yeah, believe it. His co-stars too. Yeah, to be like they must have had to deal with him too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, any, like anytime I think about the show Community, which I did find much later than everybody else found, and then I started reading more about how Chevy Chase 
acted on set and I know like all it was just like it was a nightmare. It takes all the fun out of the fun of being an actor, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait, you look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money? A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV, starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start Start saving today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today and then there's people like gene hackman and wes anderson which i did not know this oh wow that hackman made his lack of interest known on the royal tenenbaums he repeatedly insulted director wes anderson with multiple reports that that claimed he called him a cunt on set (laughs) bill murray came in on his days off to help shield anderson from Hackman. It's like his character in the movie. Yeah, very much so. And I guess, you know, if you're really living that life. And we're going to do last but not least, Marlon Brando and Frank Oz. Frank Oz, we all know from Muppets. Having De Niro and Marlon Brando together on the score should have been a dream. But the shoot mostly became a fight between Brando and director Frank Oz. Brando hated being directed by a Muppeteer, mockingly calling Oz Miss Piggy. The character that he voiced, one of the wow, many characters he voiced. Dude, Oz said, I was I was confrontational too, acknowledging it was partly his fault. Wow. And I appreciate that. But at the same time, we everybody know like I, that makes me love Frank Oz even more than I already do. Yeah. How dare you? Marlon Brando is also notoriously a nightmare, especially in like that era mm-hmm. of Marlon Brando where he did not even have to for a second pretend that he wasn't anymore. So you know what? I'm siding with Frank Oz on this one. It feels like very much like the like, you know, the Tobias Funke, like, oh, are you the big marriage expert? Oh, I'm sorry, your wife is dead, kind of thing to be like, <laughs> oh, what do I want to listen to you? Frank Oz, Miss Piggy, whoa, whoa, whoa. And it's like, oh yeah, the most like beloved character the most beloved genius fucking voice actor puppet and like, also director are... <laughs> who went on to make some of the most quintessential movies that we all know and that like that, that a lot of movies and and shows that made who we are if you want some more madness uh when it comes to brando definitely enjoy the documentary lost soul the doomed journey of richard oh sandley's island of dr it moreau is... with a part where what is he, <sighs> he he on the way to set for the first time Brando, doesn't he, like, in the car ride, tell the director he wants to do a whole plot change where, like, he turns into a dolphin or something like that? Or he wants, like, talking Please, dolphins? if you like weird docs, or if you like <laughs> docs about things that you're like, I had no idea that this was a, a huge thing. Please watch this documentary. Yeah, it's it will so blow good. your mind. What's it called again? Uh, uh, Lost Soul okay. is the name, uh, the doomed journey of the island of Dr. Island Murrow, of the Dr. Murrow. Yeah, cool. so good. Almost as good as uh, my eyesight used to be. 
But Aww, things change. No. Yeah, He's things change blind. and stuff is different. Maybe. Wow. I don't know, Jackie. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. Yeah, I think it. I'm going. What? Items. Oh, oh we can't see them. Here we go. Well, I guess we already did the Moonfall one, but I had a backup one, and it's a positive one, which I'll close out with just to end Ooh, this on a fun. Okay. But before we get that to that, let's get to another sad, mad one. And I hope it's not true, this blind item. That hit show based on books that suddenly lost its lead between season one and two had a lot of infighting, and the new season is going to be a huge disappointment to a lot of fans. Show and you'll think about someone. You'll think about it. it. Is it, it's not. It's not Jay Jay Nay. Is it Jay Nay? No. Wait, I'll who? think about. I thought about. Oh yes, Bridgerton. Which I will say, I read this article a couple days ago that was like the main focus of season two is that how many centuries, how many decades have we dealt with the male gaze when it comes to watching sex on screen, and it's time for the female gaze to take. Control. Okay. And that is what they said. That's the lead up to season two. Curious about that. I, I mean, I will. D- I loved the first season of Bridgerton, so I hope this is not true. But an announcement was made via the Bridgerton Twitter account in the form of a letter from Lady Whistledown <gasps> to confirm. It reads, "Dearest readers, while all eyes turn to Lord Anthony Bridgerton's quest to find his Viscountess." We bid adieu to Roger Jean Page, who has tr- so triumphantly played the Duke of Hastings. We'll miss Simon's presence on screen, but he will always be a part of the Bridgerton family. So therefore, confirming, because I think so many people are like, he might. is he going to cameo? Is he going to be in an episode? I think that them knowing he's definitely not, they don't want to like, they want to just get ahead of it and be like, he's definitely not going to be it. The Duke is a rake. My oh my friend. God, and he is- such a rake. But I do also like... There, there are many, there are multiple books of Bridgerton, and it's not following his story anymore. So the fact that, no. like, if he already, if they're having disputes, if it, if it's but not working so out, it, he's so beloved. But like, I mean, it, the story ain't about him as much anymore. So I, I feel like my my brain, or I haven't read the book, so I don't know the second, but I know that it follows Anthony's storyline, or like the brother, the the Viscount who loved me, uh, is what season two is based on, um, and it centers around oh, yes, Anthony Ashland. Bridgerton. And his romance with Kate Sheffield. I will definitely watch it, and I hope this blind is not true, but it was a Bridgerton blind, and so I had to, especially after reading that uh, Lady Whistle Down. Uh, fun. That's fun, I guess. MJ, have you, did you watch the first season? Did we force you to watch it at I any watched point? the first episode of the first season, and I was like, sexy, and you guys were like, it only gets sexier, and then I didn't keep up because and then the was pandemic, like, I'm not yeah, going no, to watch it. Oh, oh you weren't so feeling sexy. your sexiest during the pandemic? I don't know. <laughs> MJ, get back uh, into it. Uh, I know. I know. After we started children. Gossip Girl, I was like, I know this format. This is Bridgerton, so yeah. I do want to watch it. I appreciate uh, the she idea. gets railed, bro. Woo. Like, it is <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, I, I was like, that woman, that set. female woman is going to explode like a pigeon after a fucking uh, oh. rice throwing uh, <laughs> no, during a wedding. Don't, I, I, I mean, don't it was... There's not going to be any... There's not, I'm not throwing any rice at my wedding. It was no rice pigeons penis. are exploding on my watch. <laughs> it was rice wiener. Left and right for that woman. Yes, it was unbelievable. Oceans. Wow. Man, now yeah. I'm all horny. Now I can't uh, wait for I know. I thought God, and then the railing of a lifetime. All right, here we go. This next one. 
No railing in this one, so whatever. It's not as fun. Well, I'll check out then. <laughs> so this was a part of a segment uh, in the blinds called Souvenir Collecting. All blinds about lovers taking keepsakes from after sensual rendezvous. Ooh. Actually, it is sexual. Never mind. It's fun. There's dirty, you know. This is fun in a sensual way. This former A-list mostly movie actress who doesn't really act any longer wouldn't actually take anything but would always paint one toenail of the guy she slept with while he was sleeping during the night. Wow. There's something about her. There's something about her. Is it Cameron Is it Cameron Diaz? Diaz? Yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> Weird blind. <laughs> Who would do that? You guys are like, cool. I'm like, that is the dumbest fucking thing. Oh, no, seen. I wasn't cool. I was more of just like, it's... It is such a choice to do it that, like, I can only imagine, especially with someone that you're not familiar with, maybe that's just me as a person, that, like, I have been with my partner for about four years, and I can't imagine, like, pulling back the covers and being like, ha, 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 and then painting <laughs> one of his toenails. Like, I would feel, like, very, um, like, I mean, I don't have his consent. I feel very weird about it. I feel like it would be something the kind of thing of just like, no, that would just leave a weird taste in my mouth as well as his. Or I guess not, if I'm not putting it in his mouth. <laughs> but I um I don't know if I like this. Uh-huh. I don't like it at all. MJ, your thoughts? Uh I don't like it. How could I like <laughs> it? <laughs> I think I don't yeah, like it. I think it's the fact that it's just one. It kind of makes me more one. upset. That well, it's she just is married to Benji tap. Madden, though, so maybe, a dog? maybe now. Yep, the dog. Yep, the dog <laughs> Benji Holden. Which, by no. the way, who the fuck gets that reference? You, I no, get he's it. The lead, he's like the lead singer of Good Charlotte. Ugh, more like Bad Durham. Good one. Wow. That wow. That wow. Oh, is that a city. North Charlotte's Carolina city. joke? Don't yeah, Charlotte's explain a city of it. Don't explain it. And then Durham, Raleigh Durham oh, is it. Ugh, I'm asleep right now. I'm very you weird. Can sleep. Very, very weird. That's not even like a taking a totem, that is or token? Totem? I yeah, guess... it is like taking a totem. No, don't you dare old We're like McNeely. bad uh, Asheville. We're like shitty Asheville. All right. Uh, I love Asheville. I'm kidding about that. All right. Here's the last blind. It's a positive one. I've said this person's name at one point during the uh, recording of today's episode, but I'm not sure that I thought about you, but I'm not sure that you'll necessarily get it off of that. This A-list, A-literate actress who seems to get naked quite often for the camera bought 10K worth of books for a group of students who all do remote learning together and didn't have a library or, in many cases, enough textbooks for everyone. That's nice. She's on a very popular show right now. We love it. I love it. You love it. You said alliterative? (laughs) Yeah, alliterative means their first name and the last name starts with the same letter or whatever. I love it. You McDonald's. love it. Is it 90 Day Fiance? <laughs> no, that was a Naked Gun reference. But, oh, okay, gotcha. Well, that's not, is that helping? What <laughs> is that? Does that give us a clue into whom it could be? Someone that bears all, all right? All right, so someone bears all. So you do me another on a hint. show we currently love. What'd you ask him, Jay? Get, uh, I asked for another hint. Need more. Uh, she is naked on this show. We love. Just come up with it. Naked. Her last name is partially the name of an annoying literary magazine that people used to like uh, several years ago by the Jezebel Petra Playboy. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
Okay, she's is she naked on the show that we like? Euphoria. Yes. Zendaya's not naked on the show. No. But she's also not naked on the show. You watch the show every all Sydney, the time. Who's, Sydney, Sydney Sweeney. Yeah. Sydney Sweeney. McSweeney's is the I didn't know I couldn't uh, exactly remember her last name. <laughs> she's very talented. Wait, so say it again. <laughs> what? I'm looking at you for the McSweeney's reference. Well, I would have gotten it if I was. Like, a, I haven't watched Euphoria, and B, that was an extremely roundabout way to uh, part it, of well, the word is a letter. Excuse me. I'm now going to ask you. This is the first I've ever done this. What clue should I have given? On that. Okay, so Sydney wait, what is she Sweeney. doing? So Sydney I was gonna, Sweeney. I was gonna maybe make like a Sid and Nancy reference. For well, the I first never would have gotten it. The fact that I only know <laughs> what her name is, um, because I read, you know, I read these things all day. I want, I want you at home. If you listen to Holden's, <laughs> give us a clue. Did you that would know be... what? Tell us. He yeah. Was what is a about? reasonable clue for? There's for... something about her. See, I that love was it. great. Guaranteed was good. immediately that got was a good clue. Well, I don't think it was a good clue because you immediately got it. I feel like that's not a great clue. So oh, you, you mean it's a bad it. clue? No, but I think like right when you say it. You know I guess I mean? I, you could have gone down like a white lotus route. Um, I, I haven't said seen I the said her name yet. earlier, which I definitely did. I said her name at did one point. Did you? That yeah, is I did. Zendaya. Um, but I did kind of, I mean, honestly, technically, I did a great job. So thank you. And everyone, you're welcome. There you go. Tomorrow what is she doing is though, Holden? I keep not listening. She bought. She answering. gave. Yeah, I've absolutely you. stopped listening. Great to for <laughs> podcast. Great. Definitely not the fundamental thing that needs to happen to podcast. Uh, she bought ten thousand dollars worth of books for a group of students. That's who nice. Were I think I love her and everything that she like. The, all this stuff that's come out. If you're a Euphoria fan, like she's very big into the fact that like MJ. I know you don't watch it, but there's a lot. Like she has specifically a lot of nudity, and there are times that she fights against the directors and the writers of just like, why does she need to be nude in this scene? Like, what does it like? She now is challenged, like in this second season, she's very young, but she's challenging why and if it makes sense for her character. And I'm, I, I feel weird to say like, I'm proud of her for doing that, but I'm proud of her for doing that. Yeah, that's Because cool. there is a time and a place when, I mean, Euphoria is graphic. Euphoria is upsetting and it is triggering. But there are times when you're like, I completely agree with her of like, does this need to be happening right now? Uh-huh. Um, so I'm proud. And then that's so fucking cool. And she also has recently said that she will never date anyone in the spotlight. She's like, I like, she's like, I'm trying to, I'd like to have a full life. Um, everyone knows every inch of my body now. So I'd like to keep the rest of my life as for me as I can. And She's 24 years old. Go for her. Yeah. She's learning a lot fucking earlier than a lot of other people do. Go for her. All right. Uh, thank you for oh joining God, me. I, can't I can see again. I know. I, I don't know why I'm not watching so it. I love this shit. I don't, I just, it just hasn't happened for me it's yet, very, but I will I make it happen. loving this fucking show so much. It's like incredible. Um, all right, I can see, and the show is almost over. Welcome back, Golden's Eyesight. <laughs> Well, all right. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Man, are you talking about the old broads then? It's like I keep getting, like, the, like I keep getting older, but they keep staying the same age. Yeah, I keep staying young and they keep getting They're, they're getting all older. in their 80s. And I think that's great <laughs> yeah. for us. I'm a vampire. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't, Edward. I keep staying the same age. They get older. Ugh, that's Just sexy. Like, my name is Jackie right. Zabrowski, though, and thank you guys so much for joining us. We will be back next week. My name is Jackie Zabrowski, 
and we're switching it up a little bit. You can follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm and come hang out on Tuesdays and Thursdays over on twitch.tv forward slash Oh No It's Jackie and Sundays now. But more importantly, you should mosey on over to the Patreon page, page seven Patreon. Um, it is patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast because Thursdays we're watching Gossip Girl. And we figured out our bugs and we squeezed all the bugs out of it last week. And I posted up the recording of the episode that we watched if you weren't able to watch it. And they will be available for you afterwards now that we know how to record them. So every Thursday over on our Page 7 Discord, come find us through the Patreon! Yeah, it's really awesome. Uh, it, it, I'm, I'm in the RuPaul's Drag Race text channel. At the $5 layer, you can still get involved in the text channels and stuff which is where a lot of the actions happening throughout the week. And then at that $10 layer, join us in that voice chat. Uh, what a fun uh, time it oh was God, on so last Thursday. So I'm like so psyched that. for this uh, Gossip Girl watch through because it's so dated and it's so immediately problematic. Oof. So it's many thin scarves. It's a so many scarves, so many neckerchiefs. It's, it's, it's a no from me in a way, but it's a yes <laughs> from me in other ways. <laughs> <laughs> it's a yes for sh- like... Just screaming about it with a bunch Big of yes uh, strangers. Absolutely. Come join us. Because also, we can actually, like, I know that a lot of people don't quite understand Discord. I'm learning it myself. We can literally talk to each other. Yeah, so it's like hanging out. Please come join. Yeah, it's yeah, actual hanging out. It's no, so there's no fun. video on, so you don't got to get gussied up. Come join us. Like, Sign up for the $10 layer on our Patreon. And super we get cash, to all talk fun. and watch the show together. So fun. Also, got to pump that email. Page7podcast at gmail.com. Love those conspiracy theories. Give them comment if you already sent one in i still may get to it by the way uh, you know i can only pick one a week uh page the number seven uh podcast at gmail.com uh check me out on twitch twitch.tv forward slash holdenators ho uh i am streaming monday tuesday friday i'm taking a little like one week off because uh, my parents are in town but usually monday tuesday friday fridays with jackie for jack and the holdies uh 6 p.m et do not miss it MJ, hey! Hey, my name is MJ, and I'm MJKLCat on Instagram. Ugh, All right. Thank you guys so much for joining us on this week's episode. And now we're going to start doing our little buttons on the end. Ooh, it's just like a ooh, an Amish typey. We got our buttons to button up, and it is the <laughs> shout outs. Shout, 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 let, let it all out. These are the emails that we wrote it about. Come on. We'll read them to you. Come on. Ooh, shout out confessions. I'm up top of this before I record them every time. I'm just so tempted to sing the Riverdale Roundup theme song, Jesse. I'm looking at you. Um, because I know that this isn't a roundup of any sorts, but as I read the emails, I sing, it's time for the email roundup. I'm gonna kiss them all. And it's just because it's in my head all the time. Um, this isn't a part of the shout outs, but I guess it is. Shout out confessions. And now it's time for the regular shout outs. And again, thank you guys so much for sending in such amazing, wonderful emails into the page seven podcast at gmail.com email address. And just for sending the love and sending thank yous. And just overall, I just want to say I really appreciate you guys. And I always appreciate you taking the time to just to just hit us up. And I love you. But. Now, 
It's time for the shoutouts. And Jasper, I'm reading your birthday shoutout. And it's not just because you have a very sexy Twilight-esque name. Not that I'm saying you're a vampire who was also a Confederate soldier. But Jasper, happy birthday! Jasper says, I'm writing in as a still 20-something-year-old as my 30th birthday is on February 10th. As a now ancient lover of all things LPN, <laughs> I'd like to give a huge shout-out to my beautifully amazing girlfriend, Risa, who puts up with my eight-hour roundtable of gentleman marathons on our drives from Portland, Oregon to the Bay Area. We met each other right as quarantine began in 2020, and I look forward to our future in the outside world. I love you, Jasper. I'm sorry I wasn't hitting on him, Reza, I promise. But also, the fact that you stick around while listening to all that roundtable of gentlemen, you are a keeper. And Jasper, I had no idea it was you that made the Page 7 cassette tape unreal and I can't remember if he got me to sign in but now I'm mad if he didn't because Jasper says another shout out to Holden for sending me an autographed copy of the page 7 cassette tape I designed it is one of my prized possessions you can find my other designs you have to check out Jasper's work the cassette was so fucking cool mostly hand cut collage work at tape sim on Instagram that is T-A-P-E-S-I-M. Tape Sim, please check it out. And thank you so much, Jasper. Happy almost birthday. It only gets better. I know that everyone in their 30s says that, but I swear to God, I can't believe where I was when I was 30 and where I am now. Um, Happy birthday, baby. And congrats on the love. And whoa, 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 James. James, thank you so much for writing in about your fiance, Shannon. Shannon loves you guys. This is what James says. And tells me she feels you all would be best friends if you actually knew each other. She just passed the bar in July and is about to turn 30 on February 8th. Sorry, I'm really late. You know what, James? You're not even that late. You got it right in there. Shannon, I hope you had an amazing birthday. Congrats. You passed, not only did you pass the bar in July, but you passed the bar during a traumatic life experience of a pandemic. I, congratulations. Happiest of birthdays to you. Man, this is the dotting of the age of Aquarius. The age of Aquarius. Look at our Aquarii babes. I love you guys. Happy birthdays. And maybe it's just because of MJ, but every time I know anyone that has a birthday in February, I, I feel it is almost as crotchety as those of January and December holiday babies. So I see you and I love you and happiest of birthdays to all my Aquarians. Aquarians? Aquarii. Anyway, I'll keep going. This is a different kind of shout out. And you know what, Bridget? I'm so happy you wrote in because this is what our community is for. It is to build each other up no matter what. Bridget says, I made the decision last night to permanently close my cookie business. I feel like all small businesses are struggling right now, and I am no exception. There's a lot of factors at play, but I'll be wrapping it up when my kitchen lease is up in July. I'm so sad to see it end, but I'm trying to remind myself that not only have I run a full-on business for the last five years, but I've been able to support my six-year-old kiddo, Lucy, because of it. 
I'd also like to shout out my BFF slash cousin, Abby, and my incredibly supportive boyfriend, Justin, for listening to all my business woes and supporting me through this crazy life change. And if anyone wants to check out my cookie work until July, I'm on Instagram at the anxious baker cookies. <laughs> love the name the anxious baker cookies and that is bridget's cookie business and bridget says so many thanks to you mj holden and marcus for the years of late night listening as i've worked my ass off making pretty treats thank you so much bridget and this is uh it's a new journey for you baby it's not an ending it's just a different beginning and i'm very proud of you for making that very difficult decision and speaking of pride and i'm not just talking of my lions this shout out goes out to our beloved Demon Whiskey Nick from our Twitch community. I love you and I feel like I know you and I'm so proud of you. Demon Whiskey Nick says, I want to give myself a shout out for finishing a fucking book in a year. I don't hit any sort of stride for 45 pages, but it's done. Rereading now and trying to focus more on life for a week before I start my huge editing journey. You guys, all of you, all of LPN kept me motivated and looked towards the finish line especially wizard and the bruiser hearing about all those people that made their imagination a fucking reality keeps me going i honestly work with tears in my eyes because i can't get over how much you guys inspire me and the people y'all talk about inspire me i miss pop history it should be a whole podcast and you should do a deep dive and then invite on your friends and lpners to be a part of the revelry of that episode i hope that made sense it does i'm drunk and faded at the moment you all inspire me every day with all that you do endlessly i don't have the words i love you so much demon whiskey nick and congratulations i can't wait to read the finished product of your book i i feel like we've all been along with you along the way and thank you for including us in this celebration and if you have anything to celebrate or if you've got birthdays coming up or if you just need you need a little bit of positive reinforcement over here on the shout outs hit us up at page seven podcast at gmail.com you can hit us up about absolutely anything if you just see a picture of a hot dog you think i'd like i will look at it and i will smile it makes my fucking day thank you guys so much for sending in your shout outs again that's page seven podcast at gmail.com for your shout outs i love you cuties we'll see you next week This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. (laughs) 